Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because I'm feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> That's what you decided on. <laughs> I was wait. I was literally watching you, waiting for you to see what you were going to do. There uh, was such a pause before we started. I was I like, I what working. he's debating between right now. I at the beginning of every episode, folks, I try to think of something funny, creative, and sometimes <laughs> the pressure that just happens. gets to you, and you just got to say hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldogs, in with my buddy Kev Huggin Duggan. Hi, <laughs> Kyle, the coach Duggan. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, gang. Well, hey, we had our freaking preseason oh. game. We got stuff to talk about, man. <sighs> Hallelujah! Oh, oh it's just, goodness! It, it's just like, why do we do this in the off season? Is what it feels like right now. <laughs> We're is actually, that, yeah. Is, well, the things fan, to actually talk about right the now. The fans want it. The fans love us so much. They're like, I don't care what you talk about. Just talk about I something. Need it. Yeah. I personally need it. Because now I feel ready. I'm warmed up. I'm warmed yes. up for this shit now. Yes. So it's it's going to cool. explode. So we've got tons to talk about here, folks. Lots. Um, we got to, obviously, we got to look at the preseason game. We've got some uh, quotes to look at, articles to talk about players to talk about we've got a bolt inside a fan focus and as always an ask bolt fam but first and foremost as kevin teased this is a very we're going to start this off right away big. folks this is big news breaking we've, news pew, 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 pew. we have never done this at charger chat this is a first are you listening do i have your yeah. attention okay I'm, i think in the, the charger podcasting world first it might be. I don't. I don't want to say a hundred percent, but this feels. This feels say, pretty epic. I was shocked when I started reaching out to some of my friends. I was shocked at the reply. The, the, not only how There's fast the reply was, yeah. but how 
down like a clown everyone was Charlie yes. Brand. This is this is huge folks. So every a lot of you folks have been asking for it. Fantasy football. We will be hosting a fantasy football league and it's not just us here at the Charger Chat. As Kevin said, we reached out to some other people both in the podcasting world and other Charger groups. And this is if you if you play fantasy football, you're you pay attention because here are the teams. All right. So far, it's us. You've got the Charger Chat us podcast. Three knuckleheads. Yes. Yeah. You've got the Diehard Bolt Club. They have their own team. Bolt Beat has their own team. Los Reyes has their own team. Rivers Lake Yacht Club has their own team. Coach Senior. Papa Duggan. Papa Doug's coming in hot. Coming in with his own team. We've got the Bolt Bros podcast. We have Charger to the Game, a.k.a. Craig. You know him, you love him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Locked on Chargers. Chargers Unleashed. Guilty as charged. And last but not least, the director, folks, is part of this fantasy football team and i can hear you saying right now that's that uh, how do i how do i i want to play it's not fair (laughs) there's a lot of teams there folks but we have two count them two slots open for this year's team if you want to get in and compete with all of us here here's what you got to do okay get a pen and pencil there's a few steps here all right there's a few steps first of all uh, team up with somebody. Okay. We're looking for co-managers. We don't just want you coming in by yourself. Right. Have, have a partner because these are, this is obviously this podcast about coming together, man. Come, so together. come together as the fantasy team. Right us, now. My favorite part about this fantasy Four league is that team. us three are co-managing. This is going to be some wild arguments and decision yeah. making. <laughs> it's going to be good. We will, we will absolutely be checking in every week. So first of all, team up with somebody. Uh, on this episode's post, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram or Reddit, uh, maybe even YouTube. Will we include YouTube in that? Yeah. All right. F- it. Do it. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Give us what your team name would be and why you want to join. Okay. We want to we know a little bit about who we're inviting into this obviously prestigious fantasy football league. <laughs> and team name. I want to reiterate. They it's better important. be quality yeah. team names. We're looking important. for quality team names, quality yeah. reasons for why you want to join. Um, and if you're following and subscribing, it obviously would go a long way. Uh, this isn't a money league. All right. So those of you that are like, I don't know if I have enough money. It's all right. It's not a money league. This no. is basically bragging. We don't rights. have enough either. No. Yeah. Trust me. We don't have enough either. <laughs> uh, bragging rights, prestige only. And we will, we will have a pretty sweet trophy at the end of this to give yeah. to the winner. So it could be you. If you, if you are the strategist that you might be for fantasy football, this could be your opportunity to basically rub it in every Chargers podcast. Every face. Chargers <laughs> podcast. Like you guys don't know nothing you don't about know football. what you're talking about. Nope. Um, and then we will announce the two teams on next Tuesday's episode. So you've got a week, basically, to a little bit less than a week to basically get your partner, come up with a team name, tell us why you want to join, put it pitch on us. there. Yeah. And we will pick two people. We will announce and two teams. Make sure that you are prepared for crap talk because that's why you play fantasy. Football. Absolutely. So like on the episode, if we're playing you that week, 
there will be crap talk about your roster. A hundred percent. And so and God like, help you if you have a Raider on your team. Don't I you swear fuck. to oh, God. I may just lock out all Raiders. Like you can't draft <laughs> can them. You, you can't that? pick them up. Uh, yeah, I absolutely can. That Maybe the commissioner cool. of this league, I can absolutely do that. I mean, okay. do we want to lock out all? No, AFC I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. But uh, well, no, if you draft a Raider. This is a pretty big league. We need to, all the yeah, we need all the help you can get. I, I think it would be pretty fun, but we'll 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 see what happens. But uh, yeah, prepare to have your nuts rubbed in it if you if you <laughs> have a player on your team that is of the AFC West opponent variety. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, this is going to be really exciting, folks. I can't wait to to see what what kind of pitches we have for people that want to join this fantasy football league. Um. But now let's let's go back to the preseason game. Let's talk about it. Because I didn't get to go, Kevin didn't get to go, but our very own Kyle, the coach Duggan, was in attendance at the very first preseason game of the year. How did it go? So it it went great. It was really fun. I went, I took my two boys, Paxton and Franklin, my five-year-old, two-year-old, and then my brother-in-law was in town from Florida. So we went, here's the only thing, I will never figure out how early I have to leave to get to the game. I just, (laughs) I, I can't figure it out every time <laughs> i leave no matter what time i leave the traffic will get if i leave earlier the traffic's worse if i leave later the traffic's better and so i always get there at kickoff no matter what um, that's all that matters so right for the raiders game we're just going to go up and stay the night before and then i yeah. don't have to worry about that we'll get there, there real early <laughs> yeah the, we will uh, be there quite early <laughs> yeah the unknown factor that contributed to me being late this time you'll never believe it i don't daddy yankee <laughs> Daddy Yankee was Daddy having Yankee. his concert. There was a Daddy Yankee concert at the Forum the same night as the Chargers playing the Rams. So uh, does every, Daddy Yankee draw a big crowd? I've never heard of this. In guy. LA, in LA, the Latin crowd will show up for Daddy Yankee. Okay. Daddy Yankee. Yeah. yeah. So their whole parking lot was completely full. Okay. SoFi's parking lot was full. I was driving through streets of Inglewood. I had no idea existed <laughs> because my maps was trying to get me to kick off. Trying to help you out. <laughs> it was not, it was not favorable. So I got to the game a little bit late. I will say that. That was kind of a bummer. Didn't get to go do the tailgate and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm saving that for the real first experience of week one with the That'll Raiders. Be the big I'll one, yeah. Do it with you boys. Um, we're staying but, close enough to we can walk to this. There's no traffic, no Daddy Yankee concert <laughs> that's going to keep us from getting there. Should be early. no excuse. <laughs> no, none. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, it was awesome. It was. It was a preseason game. It wasn't sold out. It wasn't completely full. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in LA, so there was a lot of Rams fans. Um, but just being back in the stadium, um, being in our seats, it's crazy being a season ticket holder and like, you just know your seats and you, that, that view, you, you have the view and that's the view for the season. And I immediately, I sat in my seats and I got like thrown back into the Steelers Sunday night game and like Ah, revisited the Raiders game where we just beat the dog crap out of them. And so it's just, it's this, it is weird being a season ticket holder and having the same seats. It has this weird way of throw like being reminiscent and throwing you back nostalgic to these old games. Um, So that was really cool. Um, I spent like $200 in the pro shop on my kids, which was really fun. (laughs) Has to happen. Uh, Wife didn't, wife didn't love that, but um, you got to, you look, you got to create fans. Uh, absolutely. Know? Yeah. Sometimes you have to buy them. And right now I'm buying them. <laughs> yeah. And they, it's working. <laughs> My two boys, they, they, they were, they haven't tra- taken off any Paxton got a that big, like chain with a bolt on it. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So they haven't taken that stuff off since, since the game. So, 
Um, great success. Uh, but yeah, the game the game was awesome, and it was so cool. The cannons were going good. Um, what else? I ran it. I'm sorry, I ran into a, a listener, and he saw me, and he said, "What's up, coach?" And he definitely said his name, and I completely forgot. I'm really sorry. <laughs> But it was awesome it. seeing you. Toss yourself down in the comments somewhere and we'll shout you out on the next episode um, because he was really, really kind. Uh, he was asking me about the patches on my jersey where I got it. I was like, I don't know, man. I <laughs> My brother bought them for me. I have no clue. I'm sorry. He's like, wait, are you coach? I just I'm woke like, up oh, and they were there. Wait, are you yeah, coach? Yeah. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't sound like coach right, right. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was awesome to be back at SoFi. Again, though, my only complaint about SoFi Stadium is their food sucks. Still? Really? Like... Like what is going on? Like figure, how do they not have vendors at the in the stadium? You know when you go to Peco, at Peco Park, not yeah. the store, but the Padres Stadium, <laughs> um, they have like you go in and they have like Phil's Barbecue and they have Kodaks and they have they have like Taco Shop and like they have all these vendors that they bring in. Right, SoFi Stadium is just like hot dogs and pizza, and it's not any good. Really? I, so, I saw some pictures of the playing. pizza. The pizza looked at least better than it did last year, but... We didn't look out with good pizza. Well, damn it. I don't go there for Janet. the food, so it's okay. Dude, it's preseason. They're getting ready for the season. <laughs> yeah, getting, We're getting ready for the season. They've got their Can't rookies out there, too. They're trying to get <laughs> yeah. find their groove. It's hard to get right. employees right now, so we no, just got to train It doesn't them matter. Up. They don't need to feed me. I'm going to go eat at the tailgate with That's right. yeah, Senora we're Snappy yeah. and her nachos and barbacoa. And That's it'll right. Be, I don't need any food in there. No. Um, how were the people around you? Were you surrounded by Charger fans or Rams fans? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, I had some some really obnoxious Ram fr- fans in front of me that anytime like a five yard run happened, he was standing up like this, <laughs> and so that was cool. Um, I could just laugh. I'm, I'm, like, I'm getting fired up. Like I'm, I this week one's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a real problem. I just got like angry for you right I there. I know you did. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a problem for some, all of us. <laughs> yeah, there was some Charger fans behind us though that were that were really cool, and good. we got excited and had fun, and yeah, it was good. It was a good warm up for the regular season for as a fan, mm-hmm. like get getting yourself back used to being around the opposing team fans and like having to put up with their crap. Kevin, you need to attend a preseason game. You need a warm up. <laughs> you need a warm up. Yeah. Just go hang out at a Chiefs bar at one of their preseason games just and just like your let yourself off. sit in it a little bit. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. Um, awesome. All right. Well, any other any other big things or any other memorable moments? Um, I no, nothing else okay. specifically jumping out at me. It was it was fun. It was a good little preseason game. Good, good. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look over at the stats of the game, uh, looking at some of the different positions, how they performed, what they did. Um, starting with the quarterbacks, Easton Stick, Chase Daniel. Um, I think in previous seasons, we would have said this is Chase Daniel. He's the QB, two. Uh, but after that preseason game, Easton Stick kind of came to play, he played a lot better than pretty, we've seen in the past. He looked pretty good, man. There's, I guess yeah. Coach has on something to him improving because he, he was throwing a lot better. Chase Daniel like was rushing stuff in the beginning, was missing really easy throws, especially yeah, the to, throws Palmer. to Palmer. Yeah, that Shoot was Palmer. Palmer catches everything. Like, how off is your throw if, if Palmer can't get it? So right. maybe that was just jitters. And there was a cool video. I don't know if you saw it of Chase Daniel's son like watching him run off the old so, and, like, yeah, line yeah. and how that proud really of him cool. he was. Which is awesome. I'm not going to rag on him too hard, but Easton Stick, in my opinion, looked he looked like uh, QB two. Looked that, a little bit better, yeah. Game. Maybe premature, but he looked. Uh, I feel a little more confident 
you know, that was wood, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were pretty comparable as far as yards and, and touchdowns really. Um, but it, it just seemed like, I don't know, Easton stick was 16 for 23 chase Daniel 11 for seven. So really pretty, pretty, pretty close comparatively. I think yeah. just in the past, we're used to seeing Easton stick struggle a little bit more, especially going in the second half. I mean, you're not playing with the, the first half guys you're playing with the second half guys. And, and seemed to do pretty that, good. Coach said that's flipping next week. So we'll see. I, I anticipated with, it being that. Yeah. Some different guys. So we'll see. Um, looking over at the rushing side, uh, as you know, we saw Isaiah Spiller, we saw Joshua Kelly, Larry Roundtree, um, Xander Horvath, even and all, first down. Yeah. It he was had to, uh, hey, that fullback, that's all you gotta do is get that first down on Get that and first down, that's, baby. That's what you're built for. But as he he was flying through that hole for that first down. There was no <laughs> was stopping excited. that man. He was gonna take a few <laughs> yeah, people yeah. out with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they were praising him for. His his athletic ability and just his build and, and everything like that. And catching, he's he's a unique fullback. Mm-hmm. He really is. So the first uh first reps were going to Joshua Kelly which I think kind of surprised all of us. We weren't expecting Joshua Kelly to get in there. And then we weren't necessarily expecting the performance that we saw from Joshua Kelly. Again, another yeah. instance of like, we're not used to seeing this from Kelly. We're used to seeing struggles out there. It just goes to show you the whole offseason. We're like really just, you know, holding on to what happened last year. Cause that's all you yeah. can do. That's all you can do. Right. Yeah. Finally have something to look at. And what I'm seeing is RB three, RB two, Mm-hmm. Not the on the outside looking in, right. you know, the way we had him, you know, going into this game. So he ran, he ran decisively. He had burst. He just mm-hmm. looked different. I don't know what what it was or what's going on, but he looked different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kelly had three carries for sixteen yards. Um, his longest being six, and then we saw Isaiah Spiller come out, and he had ten carries for thirty four yards with his. Uh, Longest being six as well. Um, so, I mean, that was just on the rushing side. On the receiving side, they also played a part in that as well. Joshua Kelly had three receptions for 28 yards, which was pretty impressive, I think, comparatively. And Isaiah Spiller had one reception for 10 yards. So, great to have Austin Eckler, Isaiah Spiller, and Joshua Kelly both proving themselves to be receiving running backs. And I think it just talks to what you've mentioned before, Kyle, about having guys that can do both. It's not so much like, oh, they're going to do this. Either one of these guys now can go out there on the field and it's like, are they going to run? Are they going to pass it? What are you doing that down? Yeah, they're camouflaged. You don't know what's going to happen. It's clear, just based on the numbers, like looking at the carries, what they wanted to get out of Isaiah Spiller, like what what the coaches wanted to see when he went in the game. He carried the ball 10 times. Like that's half of the team's total carries. Yeah. Um, So... They they wanted to feed him the rock and it was successive. Like it was it was one right after another after another. It wasn't like he ran the ball once and then five plays later he went off and came back on. Like he was just on the field and they were just feeding him and they were just pounding the rock on the Rams mm-hmm. um, when Isaiah Spiller was on the field. So um, I, I you kind of start to get the idea of what they're trying to see out of these guys because Kelly only got three carries and he averaged f- over five yards a carry, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but they gave the ball to Isaiah ten times when he was on the field. So well, right. they're, they're also, gonna they're gonna find imagine out. what imagine what these guys are gonna do behind the starters, behind yeah. Filer, absolutely you know, behind Rashawn Slater, behind these other guys that are that's what they are the best at. 
So, yes, you know, yeah. them able to do this kind of thing. It shows a little bit maybe with our depth at offensive line, how we might have, may have improved. Um, that they can still, you know, get those hard earned yards. And like, I love the patience with, with Spiller. It was like, it felt different than like the uh, Jackson. It's not the a Jackson. Yeah. It's it, not it a Justin Jackson. They, yeah. Like, like yeah. jittery. Like, where, uh, where the f I want to go? He's very smooth <laughs> and calm. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no, where am I going to go? Isaiah Spiller is like, oh, it'll open up. I'm yeah. going somewhere. Oh, I'm oh, going. Justin Jackson's like, oh, where, where am I going? Oh, that, oh, that, that hole. Going? That hole. Uh, holes. <laughs> um but the the thing that kind of stood out as far as the rushing goes is uh the guy who ended up taking the third the last third of the game which was larry roundtree only three carries for eight yards did not really have much of a showing that game yeah yeah one who we probably anticipated being this you know the rb2 or you know comparatively with spiller but didn't really see a whole lot from him yeah, I don't I don't really know what to say, to be yeah. honest. Like he just had a very blah normal like what we saw last year. Yeah. It felt like what we saw out of our running back twos last year. There was just nothing to write home about. It right. was just a guy out there ha- carrying a football. Yeah. It'll see, be interesting it, to see if they do the same thing like you were talking about, Kev, as far as like switching Easton Stick and Chase Daniel, if they'll let Roundtree take the first third of it. And see what he does with that. We'll see, because those other two guys look camouflage where they can catch. They can do some stuff out of the backfield. Roundtree right. looked very one note, at least in that game. Didn't get a lot of camouflage. Camouflage. I like that. <laughs> he didn't he didn't get, you know, he didn't get a lot of opportunities. So we're gonna have to put a pin on this and wait for a couple right. more games. But hey, the know. one thing our running backs did do, they held on to the football. No, Absolutely yeah. they did. No drops, no, no fumble ruskies or anything like that. Nothing, nothing concerning, really. Like yeah. there was just productive running of the Larry football. Larry Roundtree had that one drop at the end of the game, the two-minute drill. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Hit him right in the chest. Yeah. It's yeah. um, not camouflage Not camouflage Very no. sticky-outy. Yeah. Sticky-outy. Yeah. Very sore thumb. He's wearing those reflectors while riding a bike at night. We can we can see it. We're not... We got we're it. Not, I get it. Yeah. We got it. Um, you, you want another analogy? I can pick something out. No, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about the uh, let's okay. talk about the receivers, shall we? Uh, Michael Bandy, huh? Michael Bandy is what do you the do man with him? Who, yeah, what what happened? It's that both and let's give it also to Joe Reed as well. Yeah, Joe Reed, uh, a guy who I'm not going to say that we forgot about, but has certainly been somebody far on the back burner. I know Jason uh, Reed's excited about this. Yeah. He's that Jason Reed from our new segment, the Bolt. And Craig, Reed. Craig has and been, Craig's been pounding the drum for Joe Reed yep. as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, Joe Reed was in the first half with Chase Daniel. Uh, had four receptions, sixty-one yards, and a touchdown. Uh, his longest was forty-one yards. That forty-one yard bomb was so freaking sweet from Chase Daniel. Um, and then Michael Bandy, seven receptions, seventy-three yards, touchdown. His longest, nineteen yards. Michael just Bandy, consistent. man. I had he no idea how tiny underneath. that guy was. He looks so yeah. small <laughs> comparatively to the 10. other guys. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. When I first saw him, I was like, wow, he looks big. And then I saw him with the other guys. I was like, nope, he ain't big. Sorry. Nope. My bad. No, he's not. Um, he, he was a he's a USD Torero as well. Really? Yeah. Huh. He went to Servite High School up in uh, LA County. And then he went to um USD. There's a wow. Torero. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, I, th- I don't know. It's just he just is quick. He's got that little quick t- twitchy underneath stuff. He did, yeah. That, that is that is it's it's I don't know. It's like a mix between a running back wide receiver look mm-hmm. when he's out there running routes because it's just 
it's quick in and out, get the ball, get upfield type of stuff. Nothing super flashy or he's definitely not going to go up and get any high balls. No. Um, yeah. But that good little option when it's, Hey, it's a short yarded situation. It's in the red zone. You don't need guys that are just burn up field and that short little quick areas. You just need to be able to get in and get out faster than somebody mm-hmm. um, could be a good little option in, in those situations. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe Reed seemed to be the favorite for Chase Daniel and Michael Bandy seemed to be the favorite for Easton Stick. So again, when we see them mix it up, we'll see if we get the same kind of production out of these guys um, when they're when they have different quarterbacks chucking the ball. Um, and then looking on the defensive side, uh, just to see some of these guys, uh, Troy Reader had eight total tackles, three solos. Um, he was all over the field. He was, yeah. he was in the mix all day. Yeah, he was calling the huddle. He was calling all the plays. Yeah. He was very involved right away. Yeah. And, and against his previous team, which was, yeah, I'm sure, pretty fun. Um, and then you had Damon Lloyd, who had six tackles, five solo. Those guys were standing out, as did Cole Christensen, six tackles, four of those solo. And then Chris Rumpf, yeah, that guy that we've been pretty excited for, uh, had himself four tackles, four solo tackles, one sack, two tackles for a loss. Give me that all day long. That was looking really it's not good. Not a bad number three edge rusher for us, you know. Not at all. I mean, yeah, he's, he's evolved too. You can see strength that he did not have last year, yeah. big time. Uh, I mean, just bull rush. He's just taking guys with those long arms and pushing them backwards. Um, and that's that's an evolution for his game because with his motor, he is nonstop. He is mm-hmm. just running full speed from whistle to whistle. He's never going to slow down. So you put some strength on him. He's he's he could definitely be a good change of pace, dynamic pass rusher. Cause you get Joey or Khalil, they get tired. You throw that guy in that just never stops moving. Imagine being a tackle that has to deal with Khalil Mack the whole game. And then this guy comes in and just won't stop. He's just like yeah. that that little <laughs> it's like a cocker so spaniel annoying. that won't go away. <laughs> yeah. just, ah, ah, the whole time. <laughs> well, and the one guy with the, you know, Chris's sack, you know, Morgan Fox. Wow. Yeah, he got mad push he up the middle. He is strong, dude. Yeah. I am excited for him. Like getting a, a, a pressure from a player. We haven't seen that in a while. Like that's what yeah. Hillary's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we, maybe we'll talk about the later. Maybe we won't. But yeah, it, it it was exciting. Like that that was somebody that stood out to me for sure. That was like, okay, wow. We kind of picked him up off of, uh, you know, the, the Panthers just, you know, they paid him a contract and then they kind of just didn't know what to do with him. And now he's here and, Looks, you know, hopefully, you know, we got a plan for what to do with him because he looked, I was excited by him for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Lots to be excited about on both sides of the ball. Um, Obviously didn't come out with the win, but I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a dude, preseason game. Wins don't mean shit right now. Yeah. The it's wins about, really don't mean anything. You just want to see stuff like this. You want to see who's, who's standing out, who, who is making their presence known. And there were quite a few guys that were definitely doing that um, against the Rams. So we'll see if that continues on the next preseason game. But uh, looking over at Twitter, uh, this comes out from our partners over at the Guilty as Charged podcast. Uh, They tweeted out, J.K. Scott's average hang time last night was 4.87. The league leader in 2021 was Joseph Carlton at 4.54 with minimum 20% of attempts. So now we know why they brought him in. Yeah, (laughs) that was noticeable. At the game, you could just see the coverage getting down there faster than they thought they would. For instance, on the first punt that I saw, that's when we had that um, kick, kick or catch interference. Yeah, he, had, he tackled was it. Was it Jasir Taylor? Was that who it was? I, I thought was, it was um, 
It was one of those young rookies that we just. I thought it was drafted. Dion Leonard that might have done that. It was okay. whoever. It was number thirty-three, when I, which I think is Dion now. I think Dion has. That's so confusing that still for me. I see that, and I. Think, I know it, I it know. does kind of throw weird. me off. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Thirty-three is Dion, Dion Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. It was just. It was like a. He's like, well, how is the ball not here? I guess I'm just gonna hit the guy because he just. He was just standing there waiting, so he mm-hmm. just hit him. Cause that and that's and that's the outcome of an outrageously long hang time. He's right, because like, the guy I didn't call for here. a fair catch. He was just sitting there no. waiting for the ball. So he was like, yeah. "Well, he didn't call it. Here I come." Um, <laughs> so yeah, obviously J.K. Scott's hang time that was clearly noticeable comparatively to Ty Long. You know, love Ty Long. You know, and for how long he was around for the team. The guy was a team captain for Pete's sakes. How mm-hmm. often does a punter end up being the, one of the team captains? And uh, J.K. Scott having that kind of a hang time was beautiful, and uh, yeah, it's going to solve a, a considerable amount of problems that we used to have. Yeah, just giving the players enough time to get down and actually do something with the guy instead of like, oh, he's got the ball and he's already run five or ten yards before we can even catch up with yeah, him. He's so got a full head of steam before anyone's even breathed on him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So great to see that. Um, and then some of the post-game quotes, uh, starting off with head coach Brandon Staley on how the running backs performed. Uh, he said, I thought that they all got some good work. I felt like they caught the ball well. I felt like they were a factor in the passing game. I thought that Isaiah Spiller had a couple of good runs in traffic where it was crowded. He moved the pile. It was good to play all of them, and it was good to play all of them on special teams. Yeah, I agree, coach. It just it felt like a good overall performance out of the running back group. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. There was no Austin Eckler out there, but um, it definitely could feel the competition. Yeah, and, and yeah, you got to actually see some performance. You know, yeah, they're going up against other rookies and second stringers, but I mean, these are also guys that are competing for spots, and they're going to be just as aggressive right back at you. Um, and then Staley talked about on how Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton performed at right tackle. He said they both played. Uh, that thing is <laughs> they both played I could say oh, they're this. both out there they both played yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that thing is still in motion but I thought that both guys competed I felt like we moved the ball with both quarterbacks I thought that both guys did a nice job tonight that's no one really in my opinion going you know watching that game neither one of them stood out really no I, I mean no one took a step forward in front of anyone so no I think there, I I forgive me because I can't remember the guy, but there was a guy that was posting, you know, all of Pipkin's snaps and what he was seeing. I I don't know him from Adam, but uh, was at least pointing Did out it? some of the difference. I know, right? But was at least pointing out some of the uh, differences between Pipkin's of previous years and what we saw in that preseason game. Um, obviously, it's got to equate to a real game. We need to see real, you know, competition between Top him tier and rushers. Yeah, exactly. We need to see that. Um, yeah. but moving in the right direction at the very least, obviously it's still a competition in Staley's eyes. There's nobody that's standing out for him yet. Um, and we'll that's see if that down, continues. That's going down to the wire. That's going down to, oh, you for know, sure. Raiders right before that game starts. They'll, they'll pick flip a coin. going to be playing right. tackle. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to set themselves out that much apart between the two after what we saw between now and the it, game one. It's it just, I guess it just depends on what they see, right? And who, who, what kind of pass rushers they get to go against these next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think a big thing will be in practice this week. We have the mm-hmm. joint practice with the Cowboys. Huge. You go against their ones. Yeah. We're going to see Micah Parsons out there against Storm and against Trey. So you'll start to continue to get more of that. We as fans we won't be able to see yeah. all of that, but. I think this week in these joint practices will go a long way to determine who's the who's the right tackle one. 
big time. Uh, and then they talked to Joe Reed, wide receiver Joe Reed, on how it felt to get the touchdown given his injury last year. He said, that's part of the journey. This is a hard business, a hard league, and every day you have to show up and work. So going from a coaching change my rookie year to being on practice squad IR, uh, just having the opportunity to go out there and compete and to play anytime I'm between those lines, I can't take it for granted. Having that moment and having a full game today meant a lot to me. Yeah, there was, you know, high hopes. A lot of people we know that were pretty close to have still had high hopes for him going into the season. So, you know, right. we don't know the full level of health these players have and what nagging injuries they're dealing with and that stuff. Mm -hmm. So that Joe Reed sounds like the, from the beginning when he got there, he just couldn't get out of that injury stuff. So if he's this, feeling good, feeling healthy, look what he was able to do, you know, game one. Mm -hmm. This wide receiver room is getting What are they going to do? This is what are they going to do? Crowded, right? Right, because you have. I mean, Josh Palmer. We didn't even really get to see because Chase Daniel couldn't get him the ball in the in in this first game, right? But Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, Jalen Guyton, now Joe Reed, Bandy. Michael Bandy, DeAndre like, Carter. DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, Carter has to be been, on the team because he's, he's our yeah. return guy. <laughs> so what are you going like, to do? None of the, these well, guys these are going to make it to the practice squad. At least most Bandy, of some of them. Won't. I think Bandy would make it to the practice squad. One preseason game is not going to get you scooped up. What about two? But We'll find yeah. out. I guess we'll find out. Let's not forget three. Maybe three. <laughs> Let's not forget three. <laughs> don't leave that one out. Yeah, don't, don't leave that one dangling out there. Uh, As if it's uh, a surprise. But no, you're but you're 100% right. This wide receiver room is borderline an embarrassment of riches as far as the production that we've seen so far. Granted, this is just one preseason game. You know, let's not, you know, <laughs> let's not pop the champagne just yet but so far looking very promising um and then let's look over at daniel popper who wrote an article and uh over at the athletic if you guys aren't subscribed to the athletic you absolutely should again now's the time now is the time because popper's <laughs> going to be given a now the time is now the place is here Popper's going to be writing a lot of great stuff, and it's really not that expensive it's like a buck a month or yeah, something crazy like that absolutely worth it yeah um but he talked to Chargers Brandon Staley uh, regarding the math, the mindset behind NFL's most aggressive coach. Um, Here's some of the highlights uh, on first here on Chargering It. Uh, this was Brandon Staley's response. He says, there has to be a fearlessness to play in this game. And what I wanted to establish was that the history of this team. When I got here, it was like someone's going to get hurt. They're going to blow a lead. Something catastrophic is going to happen. There's this quote unquote chargering it thing. Uh, there's all these external factors that I know in my life, they're just all excuses. They're just all excuses. And so how do you change that? Well, you have to do things different. You have to have a different approach. Our mindset's going to be on us. It's not going to be on the opponent. It's going to be on us. So creating that fearless mindset of, we are going to be aggressive. We are going to put the ball in our hands. We're going to trust our guys to make plays. If we lose, we're going to do it on our terms, not someone else's terms. And that's why he's going for it on fourth down. That's why he yeah. was doing that. It's, he was he, he he knew he knew what chargering it was. We watched it for he knew the decades, <laughs> decades of it. We 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 yeah exactly. So he targeted it. And he attacked it. So people maybe be getting a little pissed off last season for fourth down calls. This is a long, this is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. He has, he mm -hmm. was intentional. He's doing something with this. Yeah. He's, he's trying to rewrite the history of what we are. Right. Right. And that takes a Specifically catastrophic the negative history. 
it, it takes a big bang. Like it takes something to create that new change and rewrite the definition of what charging is. If you just say, oh, well, maybe we'll go out there and win some of those and that'll change the definition. He's He took a very proactive approach and no, it has to change by us losing because we lost, not because we got conservative and they caught up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is a breath of fresh air to see from Staley. And then, uh, later on in the article talked about his aggressive style and how that pairs with Justin. Uh, he said the first person that I was thinking about was Justin. I wasn't thinking about anything or anybody else. For me, I came into this and I said, I know I have a special quarterback. I also know part of my responsibility is to train him. Part of my responsibility is to get him ready. And I also know that if I take the ball out of his hands, I know what that's going to do too. For him to grow and be as good as he's going to be, he needs to be in these pressure-packed moments. Whether he throws it or not, it's not the point. It's that the ball is in his hands. It's in our hands as a team. And that is where it all started for me. He's a life coach. He can get paid he's to like... He's 100% work. a life coach. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like he's, it's not just about that. It's about the bigger picture. And he yeah. could... I, I don't know how what his rate would be, but I'd love for him to kind of coach me through and making me a better... His rate? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what his Check rate his is. Check his salary. Divide yeah. it daily. It's probably way too much money. I'm about to start a GoFundMe for that, but I'd love yeah. a day of uh, him him setting a goal for me and I'm the only one on his mind, the only thing he's thinking about, how he's yeah. going to make me better. So you want to be Justin Herbert? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I absolutely see Staley having a, having a career after football, if that's even yeah. a thing for him you know, doing public talks, you know, or, you know, graduation ceremonies and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he's going to be, he's going to get everybody pumped up. He's going to get For everybody sure. running through walls. Um, but again, a great article from Dan Popper over at, at the athletic. Definitely awesome. go check it out. Yeah. Um, and then this came out today. Chargers have already cut down to 85 guys. Uh, they cut, uh, or they waived, I should say Maurice French. Uh, Brandon Peters and Skylar Thomas, wide receiver, quarterback, and safety, respectively. And then wave uh, slash injured Forrest Merrill, defensive lineman, oh. and Isaac Weaver. Yeah, fan favorite Forrest that, Merrill. It's bummer. a bummer to see. It's a bummer. Um, I, and I don't know what the injury was. They didn't really come out and, and say something about it yet, so I don't know what when he got hurt, if it was before the game, if it was during preseason game, what what ended up happening. Um, but, uh, but he's been waived, unfortunately, um, Skylar Thomas, uh, the safety that we waived, uh, as an undrafted rookie out of Liberty played four defensive snaps in Saturday's preseason game. Uh, French played 32 snaps Saturday and did not have a catch on one target. He appeared in three games for the Chargers in 2021, recording one rush for three yards. Uh, Peters was added as an undrafted free agent this spring after a college career that saw him play at Michigan and Indiana. He did not play Saturday and had not participated in uh, team drills at training camp. Uh, Marilyn Weaver also did not play Saturday against the Rams. Merrill spent most of the 2021 season on the Chargers practice squad, but played in four games. Weaver was undrafted free agent from Old Dominion. So the next roster cut down deadline is going to be August 23rd when all teams need to be down to 80 players. So August 23rd, if I do the math right, we'll see it by about Carry the two. About next about week. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. 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 Tuesday. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. one week. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. It'll so it'll be something that'll happen after the next preseason game. 
Yep. And hey, so long to those guys that were waved and cut. Absolutely. Yeah. We know that this Thanks is... for giving giving your effort and getting out there and hope you land somewhere on your feet. Absolutely. This is a cutthroat league. We love everybody that comes in and plays for the Charger, puts the bolt on. And obviously we can't keep 90 guys going into the season. We would if we could, but that's just not the case. Yeah. So uh, best of luck to those guys. Um, but you know what you could do? <laughs> what? You could go to chargerchat.com and check out Dude, some of the sweet stuff on. we got over there. That was a hard I'm landing. I'm I'm trying, you know, like, there's always like five minutes before we get to it. And I'm like looking at you guys going like, come on, one of you guys softball me something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were no help. This wasn't one of those times. But uh, folks, go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out all the sweet stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. A member section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers and ask questions and ask Bolt Fam. Go check it out, chargerchat.com. And again, for those of you watching this on YouTube, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. It really does help us out. Um, I know it really doesn't seem like it would help us out, but it does in a big, bad way. And we are so close to that 3,000 subscriber mark. We are, like we are we're tickling 60. it right now. We are just within arm's reach of it. If so we could get yeah. to three by the start of the season, that would be monumental. <sighs> that would we be might, pretty special. We might special. have to do a giveaway. We might have to do something. I don't know. Something crazy. Something wild. So yeah. if you could help us out, if you're watching this on YouTube, just hit that subscribe button. It definitely helps us out. Uh, the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, but now, folks, it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. Let's see what we got. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have Ricky from Die Hard Bolt Club, Oklahoma. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Kevin? It's good to see you again, man. It's been a while. It's been a minute, man. It's it's good to it's good to see you too. And uh you know, we get to talk a little bit something different. Die Hard Bolt Club, little little development for you and what you got going on. So we'll get there. But before we do, you know, 
we just had a preseason game. Charger football is back. We got we got to see the powder blue on the field against a other te- a different team. What was it like seeing football again for you? Man, football is back. Preseason, regular season, special training or special training, uh, spring training, whatever you want to call it, we're back. Yeah, this is football, baby. This is Charger powder blues. Hopefully, they wear a different color set uh, next week. Uh, but man, I am so excited. So much things, so many things to talk about. My head is spinning, uh, I'm, but I'm just happy to be on the call with you guys here today. Yeah, man, we're pumped to have you. And uh, yeah, so you know, what were your some of your impressions? You know, getting to see some, you know, our backup quarterbacks, getting to see some, you know, some new running backs. We got to see a lot of new stuff. What were some of the more exciting things you took away from that first preseason game? Man, Josh Kelly's looking like a completely different beast. Weird. First off, right, Weird, right off, right? I mean. The dude has the smile and the confidence back. So it's it's a whole package now. He looks like he trimmed down, but actually gained muscle, which is something I think we'd all like to do in our lives eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Isaiah Spiller, man, he runs with attitude. He does not want to go down. It's like his knees are just always have to be separate from the floor. He did not want to go down even when he was brought down. He kept turning those legs. Zion Johnson, man. Chef kiss Tommy T. You did it again. Uh, out of out of the ordinary for you to be picking a offensive lineman in the first round, but hey, you're two for two, man. Keep it up. Keep it up, Tommy T. Tommy yeah. T. No, absolutely, uh, dude. Yeah, those are exciting. And we I just got that roster too, so that was kind of bumming, but yeah, had to be but done. It, it's it, seeing some of these guys play, man. Like the the kind of vision that Spiller had and the kind of energy, like we all, I'd always talk about Justin, you know, Justin Jackson having like a week, you know, kind of, it's kind of mm-hmm. you know, weird jerky yeah. kind of running style. Spiller is smooth as butter, man. It is so fun to watch him run. And it's just like, a, it's a home run waiting to happen whenever he gets that ball. And it's like that, that silence before the lightning or before the thunder and the lightning, that awkward silence before a big sneeze. It's like, oh, is he going to do it? <laughs> yeah. ah, ah. Oh, all right. So he got tripped up, but a he's a rookie. Analogy. He's still learning. It's just, it's there. You can see it just like we saw it uh, last year with uh, Rashawn Slater. As soon as he hit the field, we saw it. As soon as Zion hit the field, we saw it. Besides one play, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Don't need well, it's, it's exciting. We get to actually talk real Charger football and players and what they're doing. And and we get to talk to you about the Die Hard Bowl Club because you are a president of a chapter. So yeah. Die Hard Bowl Club Oklahoma, what's up, dude? What's going on over there? Hey, Mr. President over here, I guess. <laughs> it's, a, it's a club of two, actually. So I'd, I'd really like to take this time to shout out uh, AD uh, at Rage Theme on Twitter. He's the first official diehard boat club member so shout out to you aaron great to have you in the family that's awesome man so so how did it come about you said you just very recently started your chapter so why did you start it and and what are your goals what do you want to do with it so i initially wanted to just find other charger fans uh in oklahoma city uh i moved out here uh with my now fiance uh congrats back in uh thank you thank you back in uh, 2019 uh we moved out here and we just try to make it work and then all of a sudden i figured out that you know i can't watch any charger games with anybody uh so i went through that whole 2020 season not really cheering with anybody obviously with covid as well uh but with that uh with us coming on the other side of that now i, I really want to try to connect with as many people as possible uh so over this uh off season, I think it was 
it was probably sometime late February, I reached out to Die Hard Boat Club and said, uh, if you guys are looking to expand, I would love to be a part of this family. Please let me know what I need to do or uh, what kind of steps to follow. I, I see you guys on Twitter. I see your presence at the games. And I just, I want to be a part of that. And uh, Rick, Rike uh, reached out to me and said, uh, not only did he want me to become a member, he wanted me to start a chapter. So it love wasn't it. completely my choice, but I'm, I'm happy he pushed me because now we have, we have a home base where, you know, people from Tulsa, uh, people from Oklahoma City, people from everywhere in Oklahoma can at least know that there is a fan base here. That's awesome, man. And then, you know, what, what do you want to do? Like, is, are you guys going to do watch parties? You're going to like, what are your goals? What do you want to do with, with your club? Uh, the goal is uh, to make to do watch parties. Uh, yes. And on top of that, we want to get involved with the community as much as possible, because that's something that they do very well down in uh, L.A., and San Diego and down up and down that coast. And out here, you know, people are very friendly and people want to help. You just got to give them something to do. <laughs> so sure. once uh, once we get uh, enough people and enough uh, enough people together to get a group going, I'd love to just start reaching out to. YMCA's uh, reaching out to you know, f- for example, foster homes or cleanups along the highway. Anything that we can do to make the community better and meet other people in the process, that's where we want to be. That's so awesome, man! And I, you know, I love being a part of the Die Hard Bowl Club. I love seeing all these new people becoming members and like the energy. Everything's so exciting about it. So I love that you, you know, because it does take work. You, you, you know, organizing, doing all the stuff. So you stepping up and doing that for that area—that's amazing. We commend you, man. And you know, we we hope nothing but the best for your for your group. And uh, if somebody is in Oklahoma in that area and they want to, you know, join and become a part of the club you know, how do they get a hold of you and what's, what's the process? Uh, you can get a hold of me through, uh, through Twitter, uh, at diehard boat club. Okay. Just D H B C. Okay. That is a good handle right there. Oh yeah. And if you want to reach me personally, uh, my at is at positively bolted. I'm on the positively shameless podcast. I think That's it's right, perfect, buddy. perfect mix. Uh, but uh, once you go through that, there's a there's a little application you got to fill out, just making sure that your values align with ours, making sure that you'll be respectful to those not only within the club, but outside of the club as well. When we're out doing those watch parties, when we're out serving the community after that, you get a whole membership application and you're part of the club. Uh, after that, uh, it's just really uh, paying attention to see what you can do within your community as we start building our fan base here in Oklahoma City. Uh, and if you do know any other Charger Charger fans, uh, please send them our way and let's let's get this thing growing. I love it, dude. I'm excited for some Oklahoma City uh, watch parties. Let's roll, man. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, man, we're super excited. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, it was great talking with you. And, uh, dude, let's get this season started. I am ready for some. I'm ready for this Raider Ooh. game, man. I can't wait. FTR. Family trust respect. We'll go out of it on that, dude. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> you heard him, folks. FTR. Family and trust, trust respect. respect. Ricky, congratulations, sir, both on the engagement no and Presidente. on the and as Presidente of Oklahoma. Uh, if you're out in Oklahoma, folks, well, we need to get the number up. Two can't be the final number. I need to see more than we two. We got to get to five or six before those are rookie starts. numbers. We got to go. <laughs> those are rookie. We got <laughs> to move it up. Move the needle. Um, 
And, and yeah, that's and obviously all for good stuff like community service and stuff like that. That's a lot of what Die Hard Bowl Club is a part of. And I love seeing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, especially especially for people that are not in California. You know, if to see some community service from the Die Hard Bolt Club in Oklahoma, that's pretty damn special. And that's Absolutely. really what it's all about. So, uh, Ricky, good on you, buddy. And uh, and keep it rolling, dude. Keep it keep it going. Um, all right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to meet Jesus from Escondido. What is going on, my friend? None, just hanging out. It's an honor to meet you guys. Super excited to meet you too, man. We start every episode with how you became a Charger fan. We want to know how how did you become a Charger fan? Well, um, we started like in like 2007, you know, um, unfortunate circumstances, but... um, I became an orphan. I got adopted. And the people that adopted me, they're big Charger fans. Um, my adopted grandma, she had season tickets. Oh, cool. So she took me to games and stuff. And I've been to plenty of games at Qualcomm. And it's just from there, you know, I became a real big fan. It's um, through Rivers, you know, the good old days and LT, all that. Uh, plenty, plenty of good times you know that's awesome man so so you've you've done qualcomm stubhub so yeah. you've run the gamut have, you haven't done so yet no i want to man i want to so what what was it like for you man escondido right down the road from where kyle and i grew up you know yeah. when the chargers made the move were you on board no matter what or was it like a you know had to feel it out process uh i was on board no matter what man you know honestly it's uh it's um um money, you know. You know, you you move to LA, bigger market, brings the team value up, you know. So I mean, hey man, we all move, you move to Missouri, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, everybody moves, man, you know. Yeah. But you know, if you're a fan, you're a fan. You know, that's what I feel. You know? I agree with you completely, man. So, you know, what what was it like, man? We had football. Football just came back. We got to see some chargers on the field hitting people. What was it yeah. like, you know, seeing football back for you? It was exciting, man. I'm excited for there were some good players. Obviously, Chris Brump with that sack. Yeah. Um uh, Reed, he stepped up, you know. Uh, hopefully, um oh, what was that guy's name? The guy that got burnt. I forgot his name. I mean, hey, it's all a process, man. You got to feel it out. But I mean, he's been doing really good in camp. I'm just excited for everything, you know? Yeah, it's it was it was fun to to see it back in the Raider game. Can't get here soon enough. So what, you know, what? so we didn't, you know, we didn't get to see the starters. Who are you most looking forward to seeing hit the field on opening, on the opening game against the Raiders? Man, Mac, man, let's get that. the sacks, you know? <laughs> Mac gets some sacks. Yeah, and uh, and JC Jackson, obviously, you know. Um we got a bunch of good players, man. I'm I'm excited for Zion Johnson, obviously. For man, that's what I'm most excited about. I'm excited for the whole season, you know. I mean, people are people say, Oh, well, it's the Chiefs division to go through. And I agree, man. Like <laughs> Raiders, Broncos, they don't yeah. I mean, Raiders, come on, man. You guys don't have an offensive line. No defense. I mean, Broncos have have a stretch. I mean, they 
they think they're good, but their offensive line is struggling too. Big Van, Big Fangio's out. Yeah. I mean, realistically, it's between the Chargers and the Chiefs, man. And man, we just have a great team, man. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. It within you know, once the season starts, within six days. Yeah, we're gonna have two games, man, against two, you know, AFC West opponents. So we're gonna find out pretty quick, you know, oh, what yeah. this what this division is gonna be about. For sure, man. Yeah, it's just a it's it's gonna be exciting, man. Yeah, big time. So let's get you out of here on this. You know what what was one of your 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 best Charger memories? One of the one of the things that really you know sticks with you to this day. Uh, well, I I met Eric Weddle. He actually, since, you know, I'm from Escondido and he was living out here when he was playing with the Chargers. And um, one time I I was actually hanging out with some friends in, in, um, in the neighborhood and he happened to, he happened to um, get gas. He had a, he had a Camaro back. I don't know if he still has it, but he was getting gas at the, at the gas station. And I spotted him and I'm like, I told my friends, man, I was, you know, a team, you know, I'm like, Man, look, that's Eric Weddle. They're like, no way, no way. I'm like, yeah. They're like, no, they're like, no way. Go talk to him. So I went over there. He was kind of threatened because you know he's seen a bunch of kids with like gangster clothes on. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> but he no. I was just like, hey man, you Eric Weddle. He's like, yeah. And you know, I shook his hand, told him to told him it's an honor to meet him. You know, you know back back in that time, you know, that's when. It was getting a little rough with the organization and stuff with him, but yeah, it was. Um, it's it, we're all humans, man. You know, oh, for sure. Well, and that's awesome. Meeting, meeting, like meeting players in the real world is, I'm yeah. sure, odd. You know, we see them in the stadium; they're larger than life. But Eric Weddle pumping his gas, like that's like that's <laughs> so different, out of his element. Yeah, and actually, um, uh, I w- since I went to San Pasquale, he there was like a child development program and um, he actually had his kid enrolled in that child development program. So one time I didn't talk to him or anything, but one time he was dropping off his kid and I'm like, dude, is that Eric Weddle? And I told my teacher and I was like, that's Eric Weddle, huh? And she's like, yeah, but don't talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. Well, hey Zeus, it was a pleasure meeting you, man. I hope we can meet in person at some point. You get up to SoFi, we can, you know, throw one back and watch some football. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I'm, I'm trying to get out there, man, but it's just it's rough, you know. It's those okay. those tickets are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> they get a little, they're getting up there, man. It was way way crazier this year than last year because everyone wants to go to these Charger games now. Oh, it's a, a difference yeah. a year makes, you know. Yeah. It's exciting, but we're, I mean, we're going to make the playoffs. I know we are. I have faith. But keep what you guys are doing. You guys are awesome. You guys are my favorite podcast. I look forward to seeing you guys. I listen to you guys every week, every every Tuesday and Friday, man. You guys are awesome. Thanks, brother. That means a lot to us. We really appreciate that. We appreciate your support. And it was amazing meeting you. So let's keep the conversation going. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll meet up in person at some point. All right, Kev. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, brother. You too. Hey, Zeus. Uh, first of all, thank you for sharing your story with us. That really, you know, it, it, it can be hard to be personal, I, I think sometimes, but when you're with family, it's nice to open up. So thank you for sharing all of that with yeah, us. That was yeah, really man. pretty special, man. Um, and, and dude, you got to freaking meet Eric Weddle. I mean, the, I, 
I haven't met a single Charger player yet, so you've got that way over me right now. I <laughs> know. Oh, it was just crazy. We were talking a little bit beforehand. You know, he was, you know, Escondido, Sam Pasquale. Like, I'm I'm sure our Pop Warner teams ran into each other at some point. But oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I just, it's cool that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I miss home, that's for sure. I miss I miss uh, San Diego, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we got We got to get Jesus out. <laughs> well, you live it. You don't, ha- you don't have to leave. miss it because no. you, you're still there loyal to san diego yeah haven't yeah. flown out of the nest yet never you kidding me that child care is priceless yeah they're the best they're the best maker. babysitters on the history of the of the earth this is true this is true um Again, Jesus, thank you so much for coming on and Thanks, talking man. to Kev. And thank you yeah, for the thanks, kind Jesus. words, dude. That, that It truly does. It means a lot to us hearing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we always want to just do good for you guys. So the fact that you guys enjoy it just means that much more to us. The fact that anyone even knows our release schedule, like when our episodes know, come out, right? I don't even know. <laughs> Half the time I'm like, what's today? Oh, we're recording oh, today. today. Oh, new okay. episode. Shit. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't remember doing that. Um. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. First preseason game oh, in. Shit. Is it going to get spicy? Let's find out. Let's go. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. We start off Ask Bolt Fam with our old favorite, Senora Snappy, who asks the question. Barbacoa. Ah, dearies. Preseason game one. The most wonderful time of the year. Rams fans were telling Charger fans to pay rent. Charger fans were shutting down whose house chants. A Rams fan told me that the Chargers were a long way from home. I pointed out that the Rams are a long way from St. Louis. Gentlemen, what word-flinging exercises should Charger fans be practicing? I have a strong feeling that the mudslinging will be one for the ages this season. <laughs> K, love you, bye. Yeah, this is... Great I, comeback, I, by the way, Senor Snappy. That, that is good. a good one. Yeah, very yeah. good. We're yeah. all we're all far from home. It's a yeah. long walk from St. Louis, huh? How huh, bud? Mm-hmm. I, I, basically, anytime you can end something with bud or bud? pal, yeah. yeah, you can really <laughs> reply with anything. Just call him bud or pal, right? Um, I'm and then, glad you're on board with me on that. I I get called bud all. I don't know if I have a bud vibe, but people call me bud all the time. I'm yeah. like, what am I like? Twelve years old? Why are you calling me bud? Yeah, I mean, I'll call cool, you bud. Yeah. You're my bud. But if no, anybody says it to don't. you, you say it the no. other way. You go, you go South Park style. So if somebody says, "But like, you I'm really not your butt, a- pal," yeah. you know, I think we could have a new segment on our show for trash talking. Yeah, and invite Kevin's wife because she is the oh, world's yeah. best trash. That'd be talker. a good. Segment. There's no one better. She made. She's made people like really f-ing question themselves Life. and. Yeah. A couple tears. She's mean <laughs> in a good, funny way. Uh, we, right. Dude, it's we so haven't fun. brought Josie on. We should bring her on. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. a trash talking segment each week for okay. the, whoever the opponent is. All right. She'll just come up. She doesn't have to come on. She just give us the puns or the funny little yeah. antidotes and no, we'll share them. We're, with we're bringing her on. We're bringing her on. This okay, is going to happen. Like we'll get, we'll, I'll get her warmed up and then we'll see if she can, you know, give us some some tools for the trade for when we go out and uh, slay <laughs> verbally. Trash have a few segment. in your back pocket yeah. for that opposing Just have a fan. couple ready to go. Yeah. If somebody's being a complete <laughs> asshole, you know. Yeah, and they want to help you out. You only need one good one, right? Yeah. 
you see how many different fans. They didn't know you just told that same one five seconds ago. No. You just throw it right back out there. You just got to catch them off guard. You the thing is catching them yeah. off guard. I've seen her it's catch timing, so delivery. many people yeah. off guard. But you're, you're gone before they can like formulate another word. That's yeah. what you need. And that's what we'll bring her on for. She's fantastic at that. Okay. There you go. The final word with Josie Duggan. No, let's do it. She's going <laughs> to love this. Awesome. That's good. <laughs> Senior Snappy, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Logan Roy Kent, who boy, asked boy, the question. Boy. So, uh, uh, Joshua Kelly. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about that, Joshua Kelly? Yeah. Um, he's, he's different. He's something new. He's a he's suitor. Something. He's a suitor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Joshua Kelly, obviously we talked about it earlier, but, uh, this guy, this guy, man, I, I mean, obviously came on with Anthony Lynn, part of the mm-hmm. Anthony Lynn, you know, rollover into the Staley business. And we, you know, didn't see a lot of production last year. Uh, well, but like you yeah, said, he, I, he was in I a feel dog like house. It was just, he, he fumbled and then he just, he fumbled a couple times under Anthony Lynn and mm-hmm. Anthony Lynn just broke his spirit and he yeah. just. Wasn't able to recover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was probably really mean to him. He probably yeah. said some maybe really hurtful mean. things. Maybe a little too yeah. mean. Maybe he, maybe he went too far. And sometimes you have to go, you know, you have to go apologize. And it didn't, <laughs> it didn't happen. You right. Know? So he's so got he's a new coach. Rebuilding that relationship with yeah. Staley. Yeah. yeah. And, and paying off dividends, apparently, at least with this first preseason game. We'll see if it continues. Uh, but Logan Roy Kent, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to what I can only assume is Brian LaRoe and shout out to Ronnie Delgado. You guys both pretty much asked the same question, but I'm going with Brian LaRoe. Let's go. Who asked the question? One game sample felt like stick would give the team the best chance to win. If Herbert missed time, Daniel, is more the mentor figure, but I feel like stick is the more complete backup thoughts really don't want to see them keep three qbs active i had some time to think about this i think there's going to be three quarterbacks this season i think next season is the the make or break thing with what they're going to do with chase daniel um well, they're both on that? the one last year of their contract right they re-signed chase to a one-year deal and this is the last year of easton's rookie deal so it's it really is like why? Why are we holding on to him? There's no long term future. Mm-hmm. Well, you have stick. He's not going anywhere because he's on his rookie deal. Deal still. Like he's gonna stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's gonna be three quarterbacks this year. I just there's nothing that says it's not gonna be any different than what we've had. And just what are we here for? We're here for Justin Herbert. So if those two guys make him better during the week and help him, okay, do it. Um, so I just I think that's kind of where it's gonna be. I don't think we should be disappointed if there's three quarterbacks on the roster. Um, and just more in hindsight, listening to them talk about it and hearing coach talk about the competition, but like, not really, it's not really like, it doesn't really matter because they're both mm-hmm. going to be on the team. Like that's just kind of the energy I got. I think it's a good point. I think, you know, we talk about not wanting three quarterbacks because we want there to be another position that needs an extra guy for depth. Uh, but if you have two guys that make Herbert a better quarterback and Herbert is the guy, he is the leader and just having, you know, taking an extra roster spot just to give Herbert that extra little bit of extra prep, whatever extra they something, do. whatever it is, whatever it might be. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily the case, but as we've seen in some of this offseason film that like the obviously the camaraderie between Daniel and Stick and Herbert, uh, 
is is pretty thick. Like yeah. I mean, they're 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 pretty well encroached together. So, um, I think it's I think it's an interesting topic. I absolutely understand the argument of not keeping three three QBs. Um, but if you have an extra roster spot that makes Herbert better, might be worth it. Might be worth it. I'll say we'll, we, we'll never pick see one. It. If you had to pick one to ride with right now, who's your backup? Who let's just say you have this guy's gonna start this game. Who would you rather have starting Chase Daniels or Easton Stick? Easton Stick. I would say Chase Daniel. I, I, I think would say Easton Stick. I just think you? he's more dynamic, a little more dynamic. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously from this preseason game, we it's I'm not gonna say it's completely different, but it certainly was more productive than we've seen in the past from Easton Stick in other preseason games. Um, I just think Daniel with the with the veteran status and with yeah. basically being around, I think he can see the ball as good as Herbert and can really help him in that regard. If it's going to, if there's going to be somebody on the team, I'd rather it be somebody who's been around to help Herbert as opposed to yeah, stick. Who's only got one the guy year. Has, this guy has to play and win a game for us to make the playoffs. Like who, like who do you Justin, want on the field? Like has Justin's not like playing a cold. He got COVID. He's yeah, got, he got COVID. He's out one week. Mm. Who, who do you, who would you rather play? That's is that a little right, easier? I'd say stick. I'd say yeah, stick, exactly. Yeah. It's a little easier because we yeah. don't know what's going it's on hard. in the film yeah. rooms. We don't know it's, what they're preparing, like yeah. how they're preparing with each other. You know what right. I mean? And like on the field I, after that game, I won Easton Stick. Yeah, he's, but it's been one preseason game. We'll Chase Daniel has a whole NFL career yeah. that he's got on tape, so um, they're going to keep battling out because Justin's not playing, and we just cut our other quarterback. So it'll be those two playing the rest of the preseason. Right? Yeah, yeah we we might get surprised at the at the end of all of this preseason business, and we might end up having two quarterbacks. But we'll find out as it goes on. Brian Laroe, Ronnie Delgado, thank you guys for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cerberus Twenty One, who asked the question. I'd like to apologize beforehand for jinxing Dion Leonard. I was right, of course, about him stinking up the joint, but I never meant for it to happen. I was hoping he'd prove me wrong and I'd eat my words. Curse my godlike intuition. And come on, who else thought, Derwin, what the heck you doing on the field, man? That 33 got me hallucinating. My question is, how did we feel about the right tackle battle or if that question has been asked four times already or something, then did watching us fail to sank the QB when we were on top of him like six or seven times concern you? I love seeing our backups destroy their own line, but it seems like so many defenders can do everything up until the tackling part. Yeah, there was one sack where I can't remember who it was, but somebody stepped up and cracked the quarterback, like hit him. You could hear it. And he rolled off of it because they didn't wrap. So, right. The, yeah. Missed tackles. That's the most frustrating thing as a fan watching, you know, that not happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the missed tackles. I, I, the only thing that really comforts me is just knowing that these are the rookies. These are the second and third stringers. I know that we've got guys that know how to tackle. We've got JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Kyle Van Noy. Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, all of these guys are just waiting in the wings. These are guys that know how to tackle. And so I'm not as worried about it. Um, yeah. But it is, it, it was a little triggering as far as seeing that going like, God damn it, can't these guys just freaking tackle these players? Because it did. It yeah. was it was reminiscent of some of the plays that we saw last year. Because yeah, that yeah. one play where that guy got hit like six or seven times, it was like, oh my and God, like just it wasn't take like him it down. was a a big guy. It was their little quarterback. Yeah. Like he wasn't like a big, strong, thick break tackle kind of guy. No, it just slipped out it of him. Just, Slippery. and I, I said that on the last episode, it's, it's 
preseason, I want to see football. I want to see blocking and tackling. Mm-hmm. And the tackling just was not great. It, mm-hmm. it, bottom line, we just missed way too many tackles. I know it's our backups, but they're playing against their backups. They should be able to tackle backups. Absolutely. Um, 100% so none agree. Of that was very reassuring. And one no. of the more frustrating moments in that game, there's one player that kind of was frustrating for me was a, was a Brandon Sebastian, number 38. They scored, I think, two touchdowns on him. Um, and then in between, like they did something, he like blocked the ball. He did something. He broke something up kind of. And then he came back like, uh, 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 you didn't use the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. And then they threw a touchdown on him. Like uh, that, the series of events was like, dude, what are you doing? Like pull your head out. So yeah. I don't know why that made me think of that. Just like not tackling, not being in the right place, but still being cocky. Like that wasn't my favorite, um, secondary moment. And, um, yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. It just came here. <laughs> you had to get it off your and chest. And it came to mind. You're <laughs> fell out of here. Bent, Kev, bent. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, and yeah, and as far as the right tackle battle, it's still a battle. We, there, there, there's no clear winner yet. We need to we need to see some more game tape. Yeah. Um, but Cerberus21, thank you for asking the question. Be careful with your powers, your jinxing powers. Yeah, you now you those. know what you're capable of doing. Use it in good health, sir. Let's move it on now to illustrious stay 728 certified fresh you think yeah the question (laughs) most important question how did jk (laughs) scott hopkins harris and the rest of the special teams look (laughs) uh i thought they looked pretty damn good yeah the hang time's legit I mean, as far as those three guys, yeah, J.K. Scott, the hang time was was noticeable. Hopkins, kick man, he kicked it between the sticks. (laughs) And Harris didn't throw the ball over anybody's head, so so far money well spent. Snapper, yeah, it's all working (laughs) out so far. Um, and did anything stand out to you, Kyle, when you were watching any of the special teams plays? Any? Yeah, I mean, I, and honestly, the only main thing that stuck out was J.K. Scott's hang time. Like, in person, that's what I saw the most, and yeah. it was pretty impressive. We didn't get to see any field goal attempts, um, True. but no missed PATs, which right. is always a good thing. Always yeah. a plus. Because um, those have a way of biting you We've in the butt. We've seen those before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all that looked good. Our long snapper went unnoticed, which is always what you want. Exactly. Big time paid long snapper out there doing his job. <laughs> um, so yeah, special teams, in my opinion, as long as it's not noticed, it's in it's in a better shape than it was last year. Yep. Yeah. Big time. So illustrious say illustrious stays, 728. Thank you for thanks asking for the question. Us. And thanks for joining. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth, who asked yeah. the question. Like, what's up, my dudes? What a great preseason game. Like the rookies did well and the O line depth looked great, but was it me, man, or did like Tillery just like not show up? Like, what's your thoughts on our D line after the preseason one? All right, bros. Till next time. K, love you. Bye. All right. All right. <laughs> Tillery's still Tillery, dude. He <sighs> will have moments where he looks good, and then other moments where he just gets driven back eight to ten yards. Hmm. And it happened a lot in that last game and those aren't starters no like i don't know what he's doing i i it's so confusing to watch and then you see morgan fox playing out of his mind rushing going hard not getting moved around like what first round pick i know but man what's going on yeah i just don't trust jerry tillery Mm -mm. at all Mm -mm. i just don't trust him to go out there and play hard 
Right. And that's really all you can ask from anyone is the only thing you can control is your effort and how hard you're playing. I don't know. I just don't trust that the guy cares that much. Mm-hmm. So I don't want a guy that I don't think cares on, on the football field. Like Justin Herbert, you know, that guy cares. He wants to win so bad. Right. Derwin James wants to win. Keenan Allen wants to like Jerry Tillery. I just, uh, maybe he does, but I don't think he cares that much. I think he wants to be in Hawaii sitting in his house on the beach. <laughs> Well, it's a little more yeah. questionable because we're just not we're not hearing about Jerry Tillery's working with some special guy and you know really changing how he's working out or his nutrition or anything like that. It's we, we're hearing it from other guys that are trying to get better. We're not hearing it from him. That's not to say that he's not doing it, um, but we're not seeing the results on the field. Like like Kev said, this is Jerry Tillery going up against rookies and second stringers. Like he should be, he's, he's a first round pick. The guy should be going to town on these guys and we're just not seeing it for my like i can only say from like my point of view if i were in a situation and i'm playing in a preseason game deeper into the game unlike any other year i've been on this team since i'm a first round pick i would go extra hard to try and impress yeah and i'm just not seeing that i'm just not seeing that from from what he did in that last game so i don't know i I think I mean, we all only, kind of see where this is going. Yeah. I, I think the only thing you can say is the coaches can't be seeing it either. Otherwise, he wouldn't be playing in a preseason game. Yeah. That's the whole reason why he's playing in a preseason game is that his position on the team isn't solid yet, isn't solidified. All the other guys that aren't playing, they're on the team. There's no question yeah. about that. Jerry Tillery is still a bit of a question mark. So um, will he get better in game two or game three of the preseason? We'll, we'll just see. say we'll say all of like the last five years first round picks didn't play in that game. We'll just say that. Yeah, that's what it was. And when that's what it was. So, Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to SRP Dad, and shout out to Rat Human and Robert Mason. Uh, <laughs> Rat Human, Rat I think Human. we've had before. Yeah. Robert Mason might be new though. I'm Certified not sure. Fresh. Well, yeah. For your consideration, <laughs> for your fresh. consideration. Two T's, rat yeah. with two T's. Rat with two T's. Rat human and Robert Mason asks basically the same question, but I'm going with SRP dad, and he asked the question. Damn, bro. <laughs> Did you see Tillery at the top of the depth chart? <laughs> Staley must have been smoking that Maui Wowie with Tillery during the offseason. <laughs> Hold on, one more. <laughs> sure wish I was invited. <laughs> Anyways, maybe Staley's trying to increase his trade value. On another note, oh, let's go for a big one here. I was totally getting Wes Welker 2.0 vibes from Michael Bandy. How'd you guys like his performance? And can you see him making the team and getting snaps? Oh, God, one more. (laughs) Caleb, (laughs) 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 Oh, man, this is good. This is a good script because he told you exactly what to do. He told me when to take the hits. I, I will say that was too many hits, though. Now I'm like, I'm bloated with so <laughs> <Light-headed>? much. <laughs> SRP oh, dead. <laughs> yeah. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Um, all right. Yeah. Wes Welker, 2.0 Vimes from Michael Bandy. Were you feeling it? 
It looked good. What, I mean, game? he was the standout. Like he, yeah. that's uh, from that game. What do I remember? I remember him catching seven balls for seventy something yards and scoring a touchdown. Mm. You know, like he was the, the one of the bigger factors in the game. So you can't just say he didn't have a good game and he wasn't uh, balling. I just I, there's just no way he gets into the game with the receivers that we have on our team. Right. He kind of he kind of came from nowhere and kind of took over <laughs> that. So maybe he's Michael the Bandito Bandy. Kind of <laughs> came in. You know what I mean? I like it. Came yeah, out of nowhere. Back came out of nowhere. Held us all up. We had no You've idea what was happening. All episode to bust that bad boy. No, I out. just came up with it. In my brain it took me a while. Michael the ba- Michael my wife Bandito just Bandy. Me. Yeah, oh, Josie's in the other corner. This me. is how good she is. Yeah, she's, she's just sending me text. Bandito, Bandito, the great Bandito. Perfect, nailed it. The Sultan of SWAT. <laughs> Um, yeah, obviously, I mean, the, the size, the stature and the speed, um, it, it had a bit of Wes Welkerness to it. Absolutely. And I mean, could we see him at the very least getting the practice squad? Absolutely. Yeah. Make him, sure, make him the top team. I mean, that's hard, a lot man. of wide receivers to carry on your, <laughs> on your active roster. So, um, it, he'll be going up against some competition for sure. And, Hey, maybe he might he might be the one that squeaks through, and maybe somebody gets cut that we aren't expecting. Um, well, and he was doing he was returning kicks too um, last night, so maybe he's that guy on the practice squad. If anything happens to DeAndre Carter, and there you go. Yeah, you got to step up. You you pull him up quick. That's what coach is always saying. It's you got to be a special teams contributor if you're not a starter. So right, that, that could be playing his favor. Multifaceted. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, SRP Dad, Rad Human, and Robert Mason, thank you guys thank you. for asking about Mr. Bandy. Let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account, who asked the question, why do we only have four people on the line of scrimmage on third and fourth and one? We were like 0 for 7 stopping them last night on those plays because we got pushed off the line of scrimmage. Why don't we stack the line on those types of plays, especially when we have a roster full of good DBs now? I know it's preseason and we're not showing our best stuff, but our failures on third down looked a lot like last year's, and it's really concerning me. This is the year we need to win the Super Bowl, and we can't have Staley relying on a scheme that only works if we have AD at nose tackle. To be honest, I was really unimpressed with Staley's defensive calls last night. We failed last night on third down and gave up 28 points. Staley was the weak spot last night, to be honest, as our players looked really good for the most part. Caleb, you bye. Spiller time. Jesus. Tom Telesco's burner account. He was... Uh, did, he, he didn't... Tom, you didn't hear my, my <laughs> warning. At the end of the last episode, my warning. this was a preseason game, <laughs> and there was there was a lot of missed tackles that I don't think that our boy Staley was calling from the sideline. Um, All right, now on this I play, think- I want you to wrap your arms around him, but then let him go really quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 break on three, one, two, three. Break. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know if we can blame what happened on Saturday on. Um, Call play calls. Um, yeah, I agree. You could toss heavier bodies in there um, on those fourth downs for sure. Um, that's definitely an option. But there were several times where we only had four guys up on the line and a linebacker shot through and missed the tackle. Um, he hit the guy and got driven, driven back four yards on the goal line. On it was third and third and one or fourth and one on down there on the goal line. We hit the guy two yards deep. He spun off a tackle and scored. 
Right. That's not a defensive scheming issue. Right. Exactly. Um, so be careful play, putting all the blame on an, a coordinator. Like I, I'm a coach. I or I was a coach. I coach flag football now. But <laughs> hey, um, you got that going for you. <laughs> I'm, co- I'm I wrangle like cats is really what I'm doing with five and six year old wild but, level of credentials that they're all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's easy to blame the coach right away if something doesn't go right. right. Um, but I would not say that that whole game, the reason we gave up points was because of our defensive coordinator. Um, you got guys that have never played in the NFL before out there trying to make plays. We had our safety tackle our corner and let the guy run for a 50-yard touchdown. That, was, that I, wasn't a scheme issue. Was that? Right. I think that was my guy, Brandon Sebastian, again. I think he was just all over the place. Like, there were a couple of players. That was the one I just kept watching. Like, what is happening? Here, why are you out there? <laughs> why, why are you doing this? Um, yeah, for me, it wasn't necessarily the play calls. Honestly, for me, my biggest issue was the fing penalties, man. Like the penalties were out of control. Those yeah, pass interferences with the with the cornerbacks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, all of every I think there was three of them, and all three of those, if they just would have turned around and realized the ball was coming their way, they could have turned around and caught it themselves because it was being underthrown. So uh, that's my biggest issue and that's obviously not a scheme issue that's yeah. them getting better ball and, presence and, but here's the problem you could also go and say you could blame coaching why are they not why are they not looking back to the ball why are they not coached up better to do those things you could always get mad at the coach there's always a way to find to blame are you telling me to get mad the at the coach right now <laughs> <laughs> no what i'm saying is Woosa, it doesn't matter right it, it doesn't matter whose fault it was all that we hope is they learn from this preseason crap and it gets fixed before week one. Yeah. Yes, I agree. 100%. Tackle, tackle, tackle. Tom Telesco's burner account. Hope you're cooled off by the next episode, but thank you we for asking forward, the we question. We look forward to your next one. <laughs> uh, let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson. Yeah. Who asked the question? <laughs> what player impressed you most and what player disappointed you most? <laughs> All right, so the best and the worst. Who impressed? Who disappointed? I was most impressed by Chris Rump. Just the power that he brought was so much different. Yeah. Um, and I think that we are extremely talented at that position, but not extremely deep. We have two guys that are absolute studs. Um, and then we are kind of grasping for who's going to take over that backup spot there, too. And Chris Rump, Kavanoy, obviously. Uh, Jamal Davis is in there trying to make trying to make noise for himself. Um, but watching him be able to use some like power rush moves, not just his quick agility. Cause he, I mean, he's a big, strong guy. He's 240. He's long and he used that length and, and now a little bit of strength. Uh, I'm excited to see where he keeps developing into this year, especially now under the tutelage of fun word tutelage, Joey Bosa and nice. Mac. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to go with Josh Kelly on this one. I just, I had him on the outside, hundred percent on the outside before this mm-hmm. game. He looks different. He just looks like a different player. So that 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 caught me off guard the absolute most. Um, I I would say J.K. Scott. I think he he go that's punter. A good, that's a good pull. Kick man. That's a good I, pull. I think I think yeah that that was a difference maker, especially for special teams in an area that we needed to improve. Um, I thought they did a great job, and so I'm going to say yay for J.K. Yay for J.K. Yay for J.K. <laughs> nice. Um, but what was the player that disappointed you the most? Easy, thirty-eight. Brandon Sebastian. Uh, he's uh, he's on my shit list. 
Can he disappoint you if you have no expectation for him? No, I don't usually have expectations for players I don't know, but he really put himself on my map um, of players that just... He made himself known in the wrong way. Just chat my ass. Um, Just really just didn't make me super happy um, with... Just especially the play where he broke one up and then he had like a bad play, broke one up, was all cocky, and then came back and got a touchdown, scored on him. It was just it kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. So that was sure, sure. my least my least favorite player of that game. Um, I don't know. My most disappointed is Derwin James. Just sign the freaking contract. Get the deal. <laughs> Good <done>. answer. <laughs> Good answer. Outside the box. He, he's starting like to it. get. He's starting to get on my nerves. I got it the first week of of training camp. Mm-hmm. But come on, guy. It's like we're halfway through here. We're yeah. getting close to games. We're right. You're going to need to practice month. a little bit. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Dion Leonard. I feel like uh, he was getting targeted quite a bit near the end there and I think drew some of those um, penalties Penalties, and really needs to tighten it up and, and get back in there. I think he had a lot of hype in uh, in training camp and I think he needs to just get it, tighten it back up, man, and get back out there. It's not unfixable. But uh, but it was a bit of a disappointment seeing all of those instances. Um, all right. Well, there you go, Gavin Gibson. Thank you Thanks, for asking the question. Moving on to House of Hain, who basically asked the same question as Gavin Gibson, but he adds a little bit of something extra. So it goes something like this. Hey, is your Bolt fam drinking game? Shots whenever you hear 100% pumped. Or absolutely. Question, who stood out for you guys this first preseason game? As always, FTR and K-Lovey Bay. 100% absolutely. Ha- yeah, dude. Hey, if you want to die from alcohol we, poisoning, 100%. Absolutely, go for it. Do we say that a lot? <laughs> we must. We must say it's this. Funny how, it's funny how when other people listen to you talk a lot, they pick up on that stuff. Oh, yeah. Because like, as a coach, <laughs> like I'll hear kids mocking me in the like my taglines of stuff that I say all the time. Really? I didn't even know that they were they were taglines. They'll come back to me like three, four, five years later and be like, you still saying that, coach? Like, come on, let's come up with something new. Come on, coach. But I like, go ahead, start all the games you want. That'll make us more fun to listen to. You'll <laughs> be real sloppy by both fan, that's for sure. Yeah, you absolutely will be. Um, all right, I'm going to try my right best there. not to say yeah, it. I'm now going to be self-conscious about it. Did Every you time just I say, say so, did you I say said 100%? you absolutely will be. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try my best not to say 100% pumped or absolutely. We'll see. We'll see how long we go. House Thanks of Thanks for the call out, House of Hain. <laughs> Thanks. Um, let's move it on now to a free. Who asked the question? All right, fellas. I know you're going to get a bunch of preseason game questions. I'm going to steer my question toward the player's top 100 list. With 150 already out, which guys are left do you think makes the list? And what number range every 10 do they come in? Caleb, you bye. I have no idea. I haven't looked at this. We have a lot. So... as it stands right now, in the fir- from the first 50 that they've released, we've seen Rashawn Slater come in at 79, and Corey Lindsley, I think, Corey came Lindsay in at 60. 60? Yeah. 60, yeah. So from 50 to 1, there's still other players that Khalil, are to be announced in the top Joey, James, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Justin Herbert, and Austin Eck. I think Eck should be top 50. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like that's I think there's going to be a lot 50. of Chargers in the top, top ten. 50. Justin's in the top ten. 100%. Justin, yeah, I this think is, Justin's top five. This is player voted, so this is a different kind of voting. This is right. like I. This is the one I trust the most. 
because yeah. these are the competitors. Yeah. So I think this is going to look good for the Chargers when this is all said and done. Big time. I think yeah. Justin's top five. I think Eckler. Eckler's going to be top 30. ten. I say top I, thirty. I, I'll say top no. 10. He's not going to get top ten. He, he didn't get the. He Pro didn't Bowl. even make the Pro Bowl. But yeah. that's also fan voting versus what the other players think of him. So that's. I still. I think he'll be. I think he'll be in the forties somewhere. To be honest. I think okay. Thirties. Fair enough. Um, Joey I think Bosa. Joey's going to be in the twenties. Hmm? Um, w- along with Khalil. Yeah. You think they'll just do back to back? That's hard. Twenty five and twenty six. Khalil and Joey. There's just a lot of really good players in the NFL. So you're talking the top third because, like, I still have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams Mm -hmm. to put. They're not all going to be in the twenties. And Derwin, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're going to be littered in the top fifty, which is cool. We'll we'll talk. We'll put this on our uh, one of our, you know. Our break breakdowns are. Uh, we'll put Justin in the top five. Yeah, I'm I think Justin will confidently five. be in top five. Yeah, he's just. He's I impressive. might even say top three. I'll, I'll Anybody might go else crazy. in the top ten? You think? I don't think so. I honestly, I think Eckler could because I think they. It, it's player voted, and I think they look a lot about like how they performed last year. Eckler was scored the most points last year as a running back. Yeah, I think so you got to take that put, into consideration. They're not going to put him above Jonathan Taylor. No. He's not popular I'm, enough in that respect. He's not popular enough, I don't think. Yeah. I think he's top 30. I really do. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're I right. I hope you're right, Wooly. Yeah. We want to make a I bet? All of our Yeah, I'll make let's, a bet. Let's make a friendly bet. Okay. Okay. What? So Come up I, with the, what's the wager? I'm not good at these, but I want to make a bet. So is it just top 10 or not top 10? That's I the think, only bet. I, I think you I'll give you top 20. I don't think he'll I'll, make top 20. I, I, I absolutely think he'll make top 20. Okay. You go top, he'll be top 20. I say he's out of the 20. What do you think? Out of the 20? Out of the 20. Uh, what should we say? 10 bucks? There's got to be something funnier we can do. You got to do something on the podcast. You got to wear like a mask or something the whole time. Or week one. Something stupid. Something for the Charger game. Yeah. All right. Uh, if, if I lose, I will go to Party City and find something ridiculous to wear for the next episode. Okay. (laughs) Or whenever, whenever they, I don't know when they're going to release the top 50. So, If if Eckler doesn't make the top twenty, I will go to Party City and find something ridiculous to wear. Deal. Okay. Will you will you do the same if if he is? Sure. Yes. In 100%. the top twenty. Uh, right. yeah. A Halloween store just opened up down the street, so I'm. Perfect. You know yeah. how much I love Halloween. You don't have to tell me twice to go get a <laughs> sick costume. I'm, I'm not saying no. This shouldn't be sick. This should be something stupid. You it's should be like, like Chase, in a pink wig or something Chase like that. Well, I'm gonna make it look or sick. Chase from just Paw Patrol, don't make Patrol it head. Sick. Yeah. I'm going to do a mascot head for sure. (laughs) The whole episode. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. A free thank you for inspiring the bet of the century. (laughs) Let's move it on now to Chargers Mac, who asked the question. What is taking so long on this Derwin extension? And should we be worried? I'm I'm not worried. I'm starting to get a little concerned. I'm not worried. You're not worried. I'm not worried. I'm getting concerned. Okay. (laughs) A little concerned. You're you're in the levels of of worry and you're at the bottom level of concern. Yeah, it's it's beginning to grow towards a worry, but it's a concern. I think part of it has to do with how reporters tweet out about it going like, Oh, deal should be done within the next couple of days. And so we get hopeful that like, oh yeah, deal should be done in the next couple of days. And then it doesn't happen. And so I don't necessarily think that that's the fault of, you know, 
Tom or the agent or anything like that. I think that's the fault of the people reporting that like, oh, they're pretty close. It should be coming in pretty soon. And when we don't get it, then it's like disappointing. And then, yeah, then you do get concerned and a little bit worried that like, well, wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to happen pretty quickly. What's going on? Um, Yeah. Again, as long as it happens before the season starts, that's all that matters. That's really all that matters. It's not like Derwin's going to play in any of these preseason games anyways. So he needs to practice, though. He needs to hit people. He like, does. He does you like tackling to, people. We to, do know you that. You need to hit, like, you need to get that conditioning in and, like, get used to it and get fired up and get going and get to full speed, even if it's just practice. So mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I'm not worried that it's not going to happen. I'm just starting to get worried that he's not going to be 100% ready to go um, by week one. At this point, we only have three weeks of full practice left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need to win that game because we're going to that. And I'm not walking out of there not having beat the shit out of the Raiders. Okay? All because we couldn't figure out this stupid just terminology in a contract. Pay him or take a little less. Just come to the come to a common ground, okay? Right. You're, you're hurting us. <laughs> you're not thinking about me. You're not you're thinking about us. me and my feelings, okay? You're being really f***ing <laughs> selfish right now, and I don't appreciate it. Now, you two shake hands and work it out. Yeah. Yep. Say I'm sorry. Yeah, tell him. Tell him you're sorry. <laughs> Go to your room. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> we need life coach to step in here and tell them both sides right. how great they Send are. Stay into the up. negotiations. Yeah, Let Stanley him in. be the arbitrator for some of this. Yeah, um, sure he cares about up. both parties, and he'll get it. He done. does. Yeah, yeah. He's very convincing. Chargers Mac, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to the next one. It is Melanie who Ooh. asked the question, dude. New All-In Season 2 teaser just came out. <laughs> Gave me the chills. Question, what has been your favorite All-In episode? It was so good, right? Oh, How yeah, I watched did it. that make you? I watched it a couple times because oh, big time. we are we are jonesing for some All-In. Uh, yeah, those that didn't see, All-In dropped like their whole scheduled date and everything like that. So you can go mark your calendar. You'll know exactly when every All-In episode is coming out. Um but favorite all-in episode. Now I'm trying to remember all the previous ones. It was the one when we beat the Chiefs, because they the way they broke down that like final drive and like the right. excitement and the energy and I think that was mm. the first one, right? That was like one of the first ones where they actually showed the game because they they did a little thing on the Washington game and I, then I think the next week we play the Chiefs. Am I wrong? I, I think I'm right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it was that episode because it it had like this build up and like all this slow motion. Well, yeah, it was a tense. It was a tense game. It was close. That was that was Um, that that was one. I think that was one of our our biggest wins last season. So that was that was fun. Big time. Um, I think the one I I think the Washington one might be my favorite because I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure that was the one where Justin gave Staley. The game ball where he he held on to the ball. Yeah, that he held on to that whole time. And we got to Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's absolutely one of my favorites. Yeah, that was good. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have one. I just like them all. <laughs> Great They're all my favorites. <laughs> yeah, my little baby. I just, I they make, <laughs> they just make me happy. I look forward to them, and yeah. it's, it's the thing we were complaining about. It's like the hard knocks. Hard knocks sucked, so we had to share it with the. <laughs> Another team, and Hard Knocks right, yeah. just sucks now. If you look, if you if you watch an all in episode, and right. then go watch an episode of Hard Knocks, 
They're doing shit yeah. no one gives a shit about. Like, I right. want to see about the team. I want to learn more about the players. It's not about, right. I want to go hang out with somebody's wife and stuff. Like, that's cool. And I want to like, learn about our players that are on the team, not like yeah. these hopefuls that get cut. Exactly. Right. Like, it's more it's more of a reality show there. I want to learn about, like, f***ing our top guys and learn more about them. So Right. I our just, players, our I'm, coaches, We're lucky because no one else really in the league is We really are, like yeah. This, you know, like, independent, private, you know, documentary every week essentially right. every other week right because yeah they don't get paid for that i mean they get youtube views that's about it so <laughs> that's it's pretty special to have that so uh melanie we are yeah. we are absolutely looking forward to the next season and we cannot wait and thank you for asking the question uh let's move it on now to diy paint certified fresh certified fresh <laughs> yeah he is <laughs> who asked the question thanks kyle DIY. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, Bolt Brothers. Before I ask my question, I want to say, fuck the Raiders, am yeah. I right? Yeah. Now that that's out of the way, we can get to my question. Seeing the huge amount of money these franchise quarterbacks are getting, do you think that after this season is over, the Chargers should extend Herbert? After all, if they wait too long, the going rate to extend the top quarterbacks is just going to go up, and Herbert's going to have another monster season. So maybe extending him early makes sense. What do you guys think? Thanks for taking my questions seriously, and f*** the Raiders. Bolt up and hunker down. Okay, love you, boy. Yeah, f*** the Raiders. F*** them. I mean, it's kind of the same argument with with Derwin James, as far as like trying to get him in, you know, get the contract extension done before he has a quote unquote monster season. Um, the same argument could be said for Herbert, but Herbert's going to make more money regardless. It doesn't matter. He's going to have a bigger contract than, than Patrick Mahomes. I guarantee it. I just don't want to see what's happening right now with Derwin James to Justin Herbert. I do not have enough. (laughs) Your heart can't take it. There's heart disease in my family, okay? I don't have the ability to sit through this shit if Justin's going to hold in, okay? Hold in my ass. Pay him his money. Get the contract going. Just fucking do it, okay? I'm pretty stressed out about this. Hold in my ass. Hold in my ass. Sounded different in my head. Um, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) It makes sense. (laughs) Get it done. Take a shot. 100%. Um, Yeah. 100% agree. So I I think. (laughs) (laughs) Get it done. Get it done sooner or better than later. I I would agree. So (laughs) DIY paint. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville714, who asked the question. So, like, I was totally, like, at the preseason game, right, fool? And, you know, we were hella getting down with the Bolt fam, because you know how we do, fool. But uh, I kept an eye out for that Fato coach, but I didn't see that fool. (laughs) I figured it was because there was, like, so many of us compared to the Lambs fans. But, you know, we all blended in. Anyways, fools. So, like, I figured at the KC versus Chargers, we're going to stick out like sore thumbs. So it should be easier to find your fools and meet you, you know? So my question is, so are we going to tailgate? If so, what are we drinking? Any plans for an after party? Oh, and 
<laughs> Those pirate hookers behind a dumpster in a dark, piss-smelling alley in Oakland's underneath a sewer with a homeless Raider fan sleeping inside the dumpster filled with an Oakland merch, dirty diapers, and AB helmets. Can't love you. Bye, vatos. Kevin's gone. All right. The, the, the gum spit. In prep. Yeah. Well, Bald Bill 714 asked for the Chola voice. Oh, Chola. Maybe I should have made it a bit more feminine. Well, it's the Next. Cholo voice. I'm sorry, Bald Bill. I missed the A. You capitalize the A, too. That's my fault. <laughs> that was a fumble. That you know a- what I was thinking about, too? You capitalized the A. I think Kevin with the certified fresh, I think Kevin's a little bit like Josh Kelly. He fumbled a couple times and now he's just not himself. He's just scared to, have the he's scared to do anything. You guys yeah, have no confidence. come down on me so many times. I'm just, I'm just a shell of the man I used to be. You are just a shell. Yeah, you have no confidence in a certified fresh. No, I was going to say certified fresh to that one, but I panicked. No way. No way. Um, okay, so Kansas City game. Um, I I I think it's gonna be hard for us to do any of that because Kevin and I are gonna be working and we are gonna like literally gonna land. In. I think we land yeah. at like four and we're going like straight to the game. And then right back out the and next, next morning. morning we leave. But I don't know, we, we will we we're gonna meet up. I we'll I absolutely will, meet up for we'll sure. We'll be able yeah. to see you in the stadium. So yeah. oh, basically, yeah. we'll find you. their powder blue stands out, and there's not going to be a ton of us. Let's just be honest. That's just not how it rolls there. Right. So raise your hand. We'll see you. <laughs> um, Give me one of yeah, these. Let's get, get, a, get a towel. <laughs> let's do like the YMCA, like somewhere. We'll we'll spot you. Yeah. Um, and then and then we'll, we'll come hang out. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll life will find a way. <laughs> we we will absolutely find you. Um, I I just don't think that we'll have the opportunity for any after party or tailgating or anything like that. Cause we're really just going to be flying by we'll the seat of our pants. If we, but... if we, if we win and things go really well, oh, God, I Kevin. don't <laughs> mind being crazy hungover when I get on my flight. To St. Louis. I'm just saying it's only like a 20 minute flight, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's fine. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough time to sober up before you land. Just but, whatever. It's, all right. I'll, well, I'll take a nap at the airport. It'll be fun. Kevin is a party animal. No matter if we what. win decisively or it's like a crazy game, there we'll find something. <laughs> Life will find a way. Life will find a way. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Boltville 714. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with our old favorite Jeeves. The D is silent. Who asked the question? Right, Bolt Chachos. Long time no. Ah shit, bloody hell. I bit my fucking lip. I hate when I fucking ah Jesus Mary and Joseph bloody fucking ass pimpers right hey did you catch that game I'm a bloody fucking idiot you got a bloody fucking pulse of course you did tell me not did it look like the DBs were studying Vato's bloody fucking rookie season I was in section three 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 screaming bloody fucking terror end <laughs> I felt like I was Bonnie freaking Tyler good. God, man, it felt like they got most of their yards from our stupid fucking penalties. We made their only bloody fucking backup QB look like a bloody fucking bloody pro bowler. Hey, I stopped biting my ah, Miley fucking Cyrus. <laughs> Ouch, you fucking. 
fucker. What the seriously fucking hell? So anyways, I'll keep this party short and bloody fucking sweet. I got one question for you boat-loving motherfuckers. When are you gonna give the people what they want, huh? Stop being bloody fucking greedy. When are we getting bloody fucking live stream, huh? The people want it. Give it to them. That's it. Now they gotta go and take care of this fucking lip. It hurts like hell. Ah, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. So Raiders, can't love you, bye. Oh, Jeeves. I love you, Welcome Jeeves. back, Jeeves. Welcome back, Jeeves. The uh, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, really. It when really it does. To the, really. The, the, the silent D. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, good to see you back. And uh, to answer your question, live streaming, uh, we're, I think the opportunity might propose itself better with me being in Kevin's proximity. Yeah, where be, Now that you're moving here, it's going to be a lot easier. We might be able to at least live stream Sync the two of two us. TVs instead of three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and we'll share our screen with you. Right. It'll be better. Yeah. It, it might be. Yeah. We don't. The biggest thing is the is the the gap in time. We don't want to ruin a game for either one of our our fellow podcasters here. So uh, sometimes one of us is like five seconds ahead and we either start cheering or we're crying because something happened and we're just like, wait, 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 Kevin what? Always ah. blows it, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I don't talk much during games. I'm usually like this. <laughs> then there's an outburst. So it'd be pretty, right. un, it'd be pretty It's intense. pretty like, obvious. Yeah. It's obvious. So yeah. I'd have to work on that, but I fuck it, I will do some live stuff. I think we're going to do more like when we go to games, we'll like live out of the stadium. You know, we'll go live on something. I don't know. It's not in our like, our super plans right now, but we'll life will find a way. Hey, if you want it, Jeeves, we'll give it to you. If yeah, you want hey, it that bad, Jeeves. 100%. 100%. Absolutely, awesome. Jeeves. Absolutely. You are going to get it. Oh, we'll give it to you. <laughs> so hard. Drink up. Drink up. <laughs> this um, D won't be silent when we're done. <laughs> no, it won't be. Um, oh, God. If you guys want to live <laughs> stream, I mean, Obviously, if Jeebs wants it, he's going to get it. But if anybody else wants a live stream, let us know because we don't have a finger on the pulse of the live stream community as far as anybody wanting to see us. We're in our mid to late 30s. We barely game. know how yeah. to make this shit work. So like, yeah. just let us know um, what you think. If you we'll, really, we'll, really we'll want it, we'll figure it out. We'll watch we'll some YouTube it. videos and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Jeebs, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking the question. Um you guys make this episode what they are, and we're one preseason game in. We got two more to go, and then it's the freaking game opener, man. Can't wait. Go. I'm um, so scared. I'm so excited. So scared. I can't so wait to nervous. see you guys. Like, I'm just like, oh, we're going to fly gonna be so in. Good. We got our Airbnb set up right next to the stadium. We're going to ah. do that. We're going to get over to Thunder Alley, Th Thunder Alley early. We're going to go spend money at the pro shop. We're going to hang out. We're going to meet everybody. <laughs> we got so many things to do. There's so many activities. <laughs> so many activities lined up. Um, but that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Don't forget to submit your request for the fantasy the fan football league. It's if gonna you want to get in, it's pretty crazy. Don't assume you won't get in. Go right. give it a shot. Toss in your entry. You never know what kind of mood Kev, me, or Adam will be in <laughs> when we're pulling, picking these names. Yeah. Right. And, and take your time with it. I mean, we've got a week. you got a week. You can just take a few hours to really come up with a good, solid plan. That's going to blow our hair back. Hey, we want if you to want to it. submit like a video with some like get effects, creative get crazy, with it. baby, make it, make it, make it hard crazy, not to baby. Pick you, baby. <laughs> Come on, baby. baby. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up.
because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, boy. And now, a word from our sponsors. Gas can be a problem for everyone. Sometimes changing your diet isn't enough, and over-the-counter medications can be expensive. Now there's a solution guaranteed to help you from dropping air biscuits in public. Hold in my ass. Don't want to cut the cheese at the family get-together? Hold in my ass. Got a big presentation and don't want to let out a double-barreled ass blaster? Hold in my ass. Hold in my ass teaches you how to hold your ass gas through proper exercises and muscle control and not rip one in awkward situations. So if you've got a eulogy to give and you don't want to worry about crop dusting on your way to the podium, then get hold in my ass today and thank me tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.